This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's hit you with some NFL news of the day as we roll into hour number two of the G-Bag Nation. We do have the Mike McCarthy pressure coming up at 3.30-ish. Shout out again to our guy, Jesse Holly. Hopefully everybody had a Merry Christmas. And uh, if not, hey, we're here for you. 877-881-1053 to join the conversation. Uh, even if we go back and forth and we don't always agree, <laughs> do love fellowshipping and uh, interacting with all of the Tolos. Somebody call you out for uh Well, we got you know, one guy who must have just gotten coal in his stockings or something uh, because he was offended that I said Tony Pollard should have attacked the corner. I think Tony it, Pollard, you go, if he had to yeah. do it over, if when he watched the tape, when he was in the mm-hmm. sidelines, if he watches the pad, he probably felt like... Trust your speed. Just hit the pylon. Yeah. Hit the pylon. You've Making got to a play at the pylon, yeah. please. Dive, dive, and just extend the ball at the pylon. Yeah. Absolutely. You touch the pylon, you're in. That was the second time he went somewhere weird during the run yeah. that day. Mm-hmm. So, old Tony, boy, I was screaming at the TV a Man. few times on Tony. And then it's, where are you going, bro? <laughs> it's half the, the lead lower block is this way. <laughs> Man, that's, that's a tough deal. And, and of course, I mean, when you lose by two like that, yeah. every one of those, and then you fumbled at the goal line, sure. there's a lot of frustration. I get it. Yeah. Uh, but, man, we did have an NFL executive that was quoted as calling out the Dallas Cowboys. Zach Wolchuk alongside Brian Broaddus, Lucius Alexander. Which one? Do I know the guy? Or is it a lady? Is so it Amy Trask? They're not. They're not mentioned. Oh, it's just an executive. Oh, it's in an the actual- NFC East. Oh, it's one and of these. This East. is per the Athletics Mike Sando, who does writes okay. a lot of excellent articles. All right, let's try and figure out who this is. Yeah, then. let me know who you think this is. All right, Sando. He's okay. so here's the little uh, part of Mike Sando's article. Opponents have long considered the Cowboys to be front runners, which could play into the issues away from home. Dallas has covered the point spread nine times, including seven times at home. The Cowboys failed to cover the spread six times with five of those losses on the road. Quote, I think their identity is what it is, an executive with the NFC East said. A front-running bunch, and when they start off hot, they write it, and when they have to go blow for blow, I think there is imploding there, is the quote. So this is an NFC East executive? An NFC East exec. All right, let's think about Sandoz out there in Seattle, right? There any dudes that are executives that have moved from probably something that hit, you know. I'm, I feel I'm, like I'm, there might be somebody with I'm Philadelphia ties. I, I'm always interested. I'm always interested, yeah. It, but honestly, I, I like, I, <laughs> I hate people taking shots at our Cowboys. Yeah. But it's hard to argue that right now. Yeah. But we know that, I mean, we talked about it leading up to the game. They need their offense to start quickly. Their offense their has. Their defense is built to play with the lead yeah. so they can attack the quarterback. The pass rush is their strength. I, I, I'd like to say that their, I'd like to say that their defense did enough in that game the other day to win it for them. You know, they didn't get a stop at the end, which they got a stop against Seattle. 
You know, they, they had did. three fourth down stops. And they stops got the stops then. against Philly you needed. Yeah. And unfortunately, the offense didn't come through. This they, was the reverse of that. Your yeah. offense did come through. Yeah. And unfortunately, you needed the defense to get one more stop, and they couldn't do it. It was just that period of time where they lost their they lost their way on offense. They went from it, – it's kind of like that they weren't really – I don't think that McCarthy got conservative because of the offensive line because I mentioned he tried to put – Turpin in and run that vertical route that would have scored likely. I, I you know I think the play call and I think he tried to stay aggressive. I just wonder sometimes. I wonder sometimes if the quarterback loses a little bit of that, of his focus. You know when he when he's on man he is so hard to deal with. You know with the and when he when he's when he's pulling the trigger when he's he's seeing the routes he's anticipating the throws. I mean, we saw for about seven, eight weeks, man. Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't stop him. And then you get into some of these games, and like all of a sudden, it's rolling kind of well for him. And then it's like he's not. Did I see that? Did I see that? Did I? And when Dak hesitates, I don't think Dak's any good when he hesitates. No, and you could see that. I mean, during that lull, you know, when CD wasn't yeah. involved in the offense, was basically going three and outs and. You know, Miami's winning the field position battle, and, and your defense is giving up yards, but they're stiffening where yeah. they need to. They're and making them kick touchdowns. field goals. Yeah, making them kick like fifty-yard field you goals. You could tell. Yeah. I mean, you could tell when you when you start to see like the double clutch there from Dak. Yeah. Where he's, he's about to throw, and then he pulls it back, yeah. or now he's going to try and spin. And sometimes he, he, yeah. he maneuvers the wrong way into the pocket. But there were times, and and I think that you know the play, and I brought this up in post game. It was a throw to CD. I think it was a second down. But there was uh, there, there was a linebacker and a safety underneath, and yeah. you could see he just short hopped it and he skipped it in. Well, he jump, he kind of jumps. It's like he, it's like he's, he's, it's like he's not in. It, he throws he, it kind of in midair. He kind of throws it like he's off. He's throwing off his front foot, but he's so he's so spread out he can't get anything on the ball. Yeah, it's like he's not sure that he wants to try and fit it in between that area. You know. And I don't want it to get intercepted. I don't, yeah, I don't want it. I don't. I don't want to be the reason we turn the ball over yeah. here right now. And a lot of the time, it's like, hey, well, you'll take that. You know, I'd rather you be cautious with the football. Well, but I, sometimes I, you got to just let that thing. Well, you know, I, let it let it rip. I can man. understand too. He took that sack with with Van Ginkle gets in the oh, one time goodness. he wants to throw it to Gallup on the slant, and friggin' Ramsey just mauls Gallup to the point where Gallup is like gets knocked on the ground. So what does Dak do? I mean, he tries to scramble, and you know, uh, Biotis is trying to. Van Ginkle's on the other side of the formation, and he tries to run. You know, he tries to. Well, he's not trying. He he gets to he gets to where Dak is, but Biotis misses him on the block. I mean, yeah. just misses him, and now you know, then Dak gets the sack. It's a tough deal. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, yeah. there, there were definitely some frustrating moments without when, question, when but Dak, still puts you in a position to win the game at the end. Yeah, but when when. There was a couple of questions I mentioned those hots. Yeah. And I wonder if Mike McCarthy will say something about it. I hope somebody asked him the question today. But I felt like there was a couple of times where Dak just wasn't sure about So they had him. Like they were there. They receivers had are turned. The They're receivers, looking for the ball. Well, Cooks, it's third and six, and Cooks sees the blitzer, and you see him immediately look inside, and Dak's looking at him. And I'm surprised that Dak just didn't throw, throw it, it to him. Throw it. And and see, oh, because even if it's a even if it's a yard short, McCarthy's likely going to go. Yeah, and we've and seen that. We've from seen Coach. it. I mean, but it's going to be a play at the sticks, is what it's going to be. And he's looking right at him, 
and and you know, and I'm not going to say that I I could see a Indoga. I could see him maybe busting because he doesn't play a whole hell of a lot. Steel busting? I I don't know. You know, he, he I think he picked up the right guy, and Dak just wasn't like it wasn't comfortable with the throw. So I those are the questions I have with with, with Dak. Sometimes will just lose focus on what's going on during the game. And then, you know, and then he'll find it. And like he did in that drive where they, you know, he's boom, boom, boom down the field and right. get him going. And now he's back in the game. I, I just, and these quarterbacks, it's, it's tough. It's a tough position to play and it's tough to be really consistent at it. But man, in these tight games, you've got to be consistent at it. it. It literally is in the NFL. I mean, there's such little room for error. It comes down to a couple of those plays. It really, really does. Now, uh, Trevor Lawrence for the Jags has a sprained right AC joint. Huh. So not sure if he's going to be able to go in that shoulder. I mean, he he has not been playing good football right no, now. he's not. The uh, flip side of that, the Bucks who just smoked them over the weekend. Baker's playing great football right now, and that's yeah. your matchup in the first round going to Tampa Bay. That doesn't look like as easy of a game as you kind of thought it would be going to play the NFC South champ with the way that Baker and Rashad White's running the football. Uh, so the Jags then signed Matt Barkley off the Giants practice squad to help give them a little bit of insurance. Might be C.J. Beathard who gets the start for them this weekend. And a big bummer of an injury, Vikings tight end T.J. Hawkinson suffered a season-ending torn ACL and MCL against the Lions as they tried to rally and get that win. Lions did get the win. They've won their first division title since 1993. They're going to host their first ever playoff game at Ford Field. So congratulations to the Lions. I was there for their last one. That's wild. But that's, I mean, that's a bummer of an injury for <laughs> TJ Hawkinson because now that's probably going to bleed into next year. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is unfortunate. Man, the Vikings have, boy, they've had to deal with a lot this year. Kirk Cousins, yeah, Kirk, now the wide receiver. Justin Jefferson. The wide receiver was down a long time. Yeah, I, mean, I think uh, Jordan Addison got hurt during the game. Oof, tough, man. Really is. Now, you had last night, I, this is the first time I've ever seen this, Brian. Now, I don't know if you've witnessed this in your days in the NFL. But the official falling down in the end zone yeah. causes a safety for yeah. Lamar Jackson last did. night. Trip backing up, didn't he? Yes. And you can see a poor guy's face. He's like, oh, crap. Here comes Lamar Jackson. And Lamar's looking downfield, so he doesn't necessarily see him. Yeah. And then he start, He trips over him. He tries to get rid of the ball uh, before he's down. But my gosh. And then Bill Vinovich is right there. Like, <laughs> he trips over his buddy, and Vinovich <laughs> is right there to throw the flag and, and call it intentional ground. So unfortunate, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, boy, what if that would have been like a kind of a, like, the final drive of the game kind of a thing? Mm. And. All of a sudden, you lose by two points. Dude, like the Cowboys-Dolphins oh, game, it ends up yeah. being 22-20, yeah. and that is the play that, that made play. the difference. Yeah, that would be crazy. Golly. I mean, oh. you are, we already uh, you know, give enough criticism to the officiating. That yeah. would have been even worse. Now, Brock Purdy had a terrible game. Niners head coach Kyle Shanahan still confident, of course, that Brock's going to bounce back. He did have a stinger through four <laughs> interceptions. <laughs> so he left the game. Sam Darnold came in, I believe, also threw an interception. But uh, the we'll final it was at the final drive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's just chunking yeah. into the end zone yeah. there. But they're going to have to monitor Brock Purdy and, and how that shoulder stinger is. I believe that's the same one he had earlier in the year. I had to come out for a little bit, then came back into the game. But uh, maybe Purdy's worst game as a pro against a, a Baltimore Ravens defense that we we have noted is one of the best, if not the best, in the league. I'll tell you what, man that they make you look they make you look really ordinary on offense. That Raven group, the way they get after you, you know, and man, they just got. They, I'll tell you where they don't get enough respect or enough credit, put it that way. And I tweeted this out. 
because we were talking about uh, somebody tweeted at me and said, well, I could tell the physicality that the, yeah. the Cowboys never could play with the physicality that the 49ers or the Ravens play with. And I've said, I would just like to play with the Ravens discipline on defense. I would just like to play with that ability that no matter what, no matter what movement you show me, no matter what routes you run, no matter how you try and trick me, I am going to be exactly where I need to be. And that, that Ravens have play, Ravens have their safety gets knocked down on the play, gets up and what happened? Interception. Kyle ball Hamilton. Did, Kyle Hamilton. Yep. Ball goes in the air. Interception. You know, they 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 play the Ravens play with such discipline. And I man, if the Cowboys could just uh, the Cowboys would be fine if they had the Ravens. Do, I don't the, the physicality. Yeah, great, fine. If, yeah, the but, motion. I mean, it's not really me, disrupting give, anything. For no, Baltimore. give me give me the give me the discipline. Not to get fooled, not to like give up a four-yard touchdown pass because a running back was from left to right and back to his left. You end up picking each other. You're yeah. trying to run to stay in alignment. Yes. You're slipping yeah. on the play. Yeah. I mean, the motion has really been an issue for the Cowboys this year. I mean, that's been a talking point uh, for a lot of these analysts out there, and and you can see it on the tape as well. Yeah. You know, the, playing with your eyes. We talked about that all week well, long. I, I mentioned about the 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 fifty-yard pass. Yep. I, I don't understand what Wilson. I'm. Listen, I'm not trying to say I know what all about defensive back play, but I, I know when everybody else is doing their job and one guy is not, it's clear. You could see it. You could see his responsibility is that half of the field. And he's not helping Gilmore, who just got blown by by Waddle. You know, you, you've got to anticipate, hey, he's going to launch this ball and there's nothing underneath that, that, that should be holding you there. Well, Everything you, is taken care of. Yeah, and and you mentioned Waddle. Waddle, of course, left that game with an ankle injury. Yeah. It now appears it's well, a high ankle sprain. Well, how about this? For Waddle. Waddle and Moster both don't play in the second, basically second half of that game, and and you really can't take advantage. That's unfortunate right there. Mm. Yeah, it is. And But now uh, they might not have Waddle. They're probably not going to have him for their matchup against Baltimore, which is for the number one basically, seed. yep, for the number one seed in the AFC. Jalen Hurts did enter the history books. He ran for his 15th touchdown of the season in the first quarter. It was a tush-push touchdown, of course. But I'll tell you what, man. Uh, my son, Bennett Broadus, has him in fantasy football. He basically said that's saving his season. Yeah, the rushing is the, touchdowns. Is the tush-push stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. really been fantastic. Yeah. He broke Cam Newton's NFL record for most rushing scores by a quarterback in a single season. So congratulations there to Jalen Hurts, even though we were hoping... Maybe you wouldn't end up winning that football game. We wrap up NFL News of the Day. This is a RG3 on with Kay Adams up in Adams show. And we play, we, we've played several. Uh, I know Lucius has for sure of RG's three, RG3's kind of blunders during the season. Where oh, yeah, that's my guy, man. He's getting a little risky. He's real good at broadcasting. He is. He is really good at broadcasting. And he knows he's yeah. super smart. Yeah, like, he real knows, smart. He knows what he's doing. Double entendres. Absolutely. Yeah, he's that guy. And he's in his bag, and I love it. I think it's hilarious, and I love listening to RG3 uh, do the color analyst for the games. But, uh, you know, Kay asked him, hey, you ever getting in trouble there with ESPN <laughs> doing these college games? What have you gotten that? Let's X-nay that. Yeah, so <laughs> I got a call about, um, <laughs> okay, we had this game for Oregon State, and you okay. know the Oregon State mascot, right? No, I don't. They're the, don't they're the, teach they're me the Beavers. They're the oh, Beavers. God. Oh, God. So I'm, I'm calling the game <laughs> against Oregon State, and it's uh, against Stanford, uh, the Stanford Cardinal. And, you know, it's a, it's a tree. So okay. like early in the game, I'm like, hey, um, let's see 
how much wood these beavers can take. Oh, wow. Right? <laughs> Something like that. And uh, it wasn't immediate, but I had, like, not going to lie, I had, like, six other, like, really borderline things that I said so in that game. With, you come with, like, bits. You're like, this is what I want to get out. It wasn't, it wasn't that. It's not bits. Like, m- the majority of, like, 90% of everything that I say is is just straight off the top of the dome. But yeah. there's a couple, you know, <laughs> that you you can point out. Uh, and I got a call after that game because it was it was way too much. It was it was egregious. It wasn't like, hey, you're going to get fired if you keep doing this. But it was like, yo, you probably shouldn't keep doing this. But he got the wag of the finger. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Robert, if you would, please. <laughs> Robert's pretty talented, I'd yeah, say. He's, he's awesome. Robert, he really Robert makes the game fun. Yeah. He's fantastic. He really does. His Twitter is good. His uh, social media situation is it, good. I tell you he what, has an opinion. He'll stand on it. Yeah, he, and he's family Christmas pick. He has he, he got well a lot of enthusiasm. I love the fact when he like not afraid to get out there and run with the crowd onto oh, the no. field or run with the Buffalo. or he was, yeah, He's well, always he trying to do something. Hawk. Yeah, That's he raced the Hawk in Seattle. That was awesome. Yeah, I mean, he's always trying to do something to make the game entertaining. Oh, man. All right, let's go uh, around the rim, shall we? And then we'll lead into the Mike McCarthy presser at 3.30. NBA on Christmas Day takeaways. We got a frustrated Kevin Durant. And what's happened since the Pistons' last win? Been a lot. That's next on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 